It's Blazing Bottles. We're back. With, uh, what do you got there, buddy? Well, this is from a local distillery. It says Old St. Pete Whiskey. Corn whiskey. Small batch sweet corn crafted by St. Petersburg Distillery. Batch number 38. Huh. Well, it, it looks it, very light. It, it looks like a, like, a, like a Jameson or something. It is Buddies and Bottles. It is the Sunday night freestyle. Uh, dogged here, always with sleaze. And you've brought this old St. Pete. Now, is this like from St. Pete? That's what it says. It says distilled St. Peter, St. Pete. So uh, I'd assume they're down there doing it. It's got the big Florida logo on there. This says, all right, we take the finest water that pours through the streets of Ybor City. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed in with all the urine yeah. and yeah. squeeze out the bottoms of the cuffs of the pants. <laughs> mm. Get the taste of the city. Nah, is it, uh, old St. Pete spirits are distilled in the independent artesian tradition embraced throughout our city's history. I didn't know that St. Pete was a uh, history. Uh, artesian. <laughs> it's just springing up. <laughs> A lot of, you know, pirate stuff down there. Treasure yeah. Coast. Yeah. This whiskey is a beautiful union of copper pot distilled Florida sweet corn and American Heartland sweet corn whiskey aged oak barrels resulting in perfectly balanced, flavorful sipping whiskey. Now, what I got from that is basically like we're buying bootleg whiskey from people around here uh -huh, uh -huh. and then putting it in our barrels and then, you know, serving it up. Well, that sounds legit. <laughs> I mean, copper pot distilled. <laughs> hey, man, listen. I, I, I just had somebody new pick me up. They're going to be selling the shit. You're like, what? <laughs> it's on the low, low. What's his name? Copper pot. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought it was made out of actual copper utensils. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man. Same guy from the Goonies. <laughs> Chester Copper Pot. <laughs> well, let's give this a try now. It's not, it smells pretty good. Let's see. Do you, do you have a cheers for I, it? I thought I did, but uh, I don't. I thought I had it wrote down, but let's just uh, have some deliciousness. It is sweet. I will give you that. It's it's smooth. It's very smooth. It is very sweet, though. I can take like I can taste it like up front. Like when it says, you know, sweet corn. Like do you, do yeah. you, do you taste that sweetness up front? It's oh like, yeah. It's like sweet. Then you get your burn. Does it show? Uh, what's the strength of this? Forty-four percent. So eighty-eight. Uh, what do you call that proof? Yeah. It's smooth. It really is smooth. Yeah, it ain't bad. Mm. I'm trying to figure out what it reminds me of. Now, you also brought another surprise tonight. Yes, I did. And this this was um, at the register, one of those throw-it-in-the-cart type deals. W was this like an add-on buy? While it was, actually. I said, oh, uh, you mind if I had on one of these? And he said, no, by all means. <laughs> Were you like, what is this? <laughs> well, I kind of knew what it was because, you know, you get it 
yeah. built up after a while on your weed tray, and that is Keef. Keef. But it, the way they advertised it, man, it sounds like it's the most super duperest thing in the world, <laughs> and you pay for it like that. Now, what what uh what what was it? What did they call this float? Yeah, there's a couple of different types oh, you, of float. You know, it says right here, product name Keef. Yeah, yeah, yep. So they're not really... Don't get him uh, confused with his brother, Whitley. <laughs> but God rest his soul. Keith Whitley? Yes. So there was Keith Whitley and yeah. Keith Whitley. I don't never heard of the Keith guy, but that Keith was pretty good. <laughs> Tragic, but good. <laughs> don't close your eyes. Yeah. Miami. <laughs> Well, let's get oh, Miami. Let's try this shit out. Now it looks space age. I had to get a uh, eighth teaspoon. Yeah, yeah. They sell it by the gram. I'm supposed, what are they? Vanilla ice? I don't know. Are we supposed to snort this? It looks like a snuff. I feel like a 1840s Victorian woman. <laughs> ah, I said, damn. That was a great scene. Yeah, it was. I'm I'm kind of excited for this. You got, you got. Yeah, there what? You you loaded up with some good stuff, and I can't even breathe through it. Look, the fire ain't even going down. Wow. Look at that. I think it just hacked up a damn lung. Oh, my God. All right. Oh. You holding it in? I was <laughs> holding it in. Dude, it is so foggy. I can't even barely see you. <laughs> uh, let's see how that works. <coughs> Suppose it's $30 a gram. I went in on it because... Again, it was a spur of the moment registered by, and um, I'm still having like even more of a midlife crisis, and I'm closer and closer to dropping out of the system. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The whole system? The whole system. Well, the cards are stacked against me. I'm never going to get out of the debt, and I'm never going to get what my (coughs) goals were, you know? Never gonna be like eighty years old with a family of sixty surrounding me at Christmas time, and I'm the patriarch. <coughs> Never gonna retire at sixty or wait, wait, probably wait, wait, seventy. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, let, let's back up to that goal because I can honestly, I can see you standing there like Clark W. Looking down, and there you are, like with your uh, with your uh, flannel. Oh, I was like, and you're probably by your like your dad by now, so you definitely have overalls on. Uh, Not overalls, no. Suspe- suspenders. Suspenders, yeah, holiday ones. Probably, yeah. probably Santa Claus, the Thanksgiving ones, yeah. the turkey ones. We might, depending on what's going on, it might be Jesus. G- <laughs> G- yeah. Yeah, those are good ones to have. Yeah, those are the best ones to have. And so you're looking down over your table, and, and you want to see like your, your son or your, and your, you know, just your children's children and all that. Yeah, you want to see your kids and their successful life, and then you want to see your grandchildren as they are going through their successful life, and maybe even depending on how it worked out, you're seeing one of those grandchildren already in life doing good. So that was... That that, was, that's a beautiful goal. That's what your, that was your picture of when I'm like, 
that's what I'll be successful. Like that, 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 that's the yeah, pinnacle of my. That's success. what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. In order to get the life right. Now I don't know when I came up with that. I don't know if it was from looking around. I don't know. I don't know when and where. Too much. Too much. Uh, Christmas vacation. It, it, it could be. It could be. But I know I'm never going to get that. And I know right now with the you know I'm never going to. But be you rich. don't. But, but you don't know that. But you don't. But you're already giving up. Yeah, I'm 42. I got one kid. <laughs> okay. Well, how do you know? I'm like probably 20 years behind. I should have been 22 having a kid in order to get to that goal. At 42 having that kid, you've done throwing a whole generation off. But what if he has children early? Let's could say be. Could be. 18. Absolutely could be. Spits out five, 18 to 22. That that would be uh, incredible. That would that would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, eighteen years. Or- as long as he's doing it right, not just like he's got two kids with this bitch. He's got one <laughs> kid with this bitch. You're gonna need a real and, big table. <laughs> and he's like in jail right now, you know. And I'm like, oh man. Now I'm there to clean up the mess. I'm there babysitting so, the kids. Yeah. I'm there. You know, when I should be on the golf course. So, so let's take a look at that life. So at that life, you're standing at the table now, and there, there's your boy with, yeah. with uh, his three... Yeah. Mu- Face <laughs> tattoos and shit, and you're just like, where did I go wrong? Right, now, and then like his three baby mamas are sitting there yep. with your three grandbabies. Yeah. Okay. Who now? Now let's say, and their kids, and they have three different. Yeah, those are not anywhere related to me except through that one guy, and they're all running around there too. It's just like thirty people you don't even know. You're like, there there you are. You could be the wrong patriarch at that point in time. But anyway, there's sleazy out there in his overalls. Turkey's yeah. dry. It, it wouldn't be no turkey dry. Be up there at the Publix getting the rotisserie. They do it right. You know? I'm going to need 15 rotisserie chickens. I tell you. Uh, 20 pounds of tater wedges. Yeah. You, you heard me. Two zero. Yeah. Hey, yeah. man, listen. We got a lot of people fucking coming. Cecilia's got meatloafs in the mm-hmm. oven for days. But <laughs> Another way why the reason to, to drop out is financially. Why run the race? I have lost the race. The goals of monetary and retiring young and all these other things are dust in the wind. I sit there and grind away 95% of the year to have 5% of the time to go have fun. Right. You know, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying that sucks ass. Hey, well, uh, you know, you can always, if you need a little side hustle, if you want to ever come sling some storage I'm going to need to sling some storage. Let me know. I'm going to need to sling some storage. If you ever want to get specialized specialized in uh, uh, junk and uh, junk accessories, I can give you a proper education. Well, I, I, I could use that. If, if, uh, if, if I could make the money I'm making now doing that, I'd jump out of my job in a heartbeat. <laughs> See you later, asshole. Yeah, I just disappeared. <laughs> you turn around like on a half, what was it, half-baked. Fuck you. Yeah. You're cool. Yeah. But I'm Who's out. coming with me? Who's coming with me? <laughs> no, I don't know you. about doing that. You do that and damn near everybody walks out because, you know, sometimes morale's just low. And, but, uh, <laughs> what was that shirt that Strap had that said, uh, the, the floggings will continue until the morale improves? Yes. I, <laughs> you know. That is a great, great story to live by.
Yeah, I mean, uh, we have that up on the bus, too. That's uh, one of the bus mantras. Yeah, so. yeah. Ab- absolutely. Huh? But, you know, have you ever looked forward and been like, um, you know, the system and the way it's set up, I'm never going to win. I'm never going to be there. It would take a Hail Mary pass from the lotto system in order to me to get back to where I would be goal-wise at 42 and all this other crap. So you're, so you're going through a midlife crisis? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Every day I'm like, get up, don't want to go to work. I hate my life. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, man, I should be other places. I, you know, I don't know. I just see all this travel and things to be doing and like to be living. My friend, I have a book that you need to read then. No. I'm almost done with it. You can have it as soon as I'm done with it. (laughs) The Bible. (laughs) Have you heard of Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Some Jewish guy 2,000 years ago. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. Really? Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although that is a really good book. Uh, this, this, uh, I believe that's the nickname of it. <laughs> the Bible? The good book. You heard of it? Yeah, I have heard of it. You know, time to time, back rooms and alleys. And, uh, do, do you know uh, that uh, when I go to the flea markets, I have a bin of Bibles that sit out there on one of my tables. And they're free. Like, people ask, how much for the Bibles? I tell them they're free. You, yeah. can't, you can't sell the Lord's work. No, can't, no, no. Can't do it. Can't put a price on that. No. You know, so... But no, it's uh, it's called. The- but he needs his ten percent, and that's going to be twelve dollars. <laughs> it's going to be twelve dollars, ma'am. You see the golden braiding on there? You know, I don't want to cheap him. That's I know what he's expecting. That's what I feel in my heart on what he needs. You're all up there with your slick back hair. Don't sell Jesus at the flea market. <laughs> I won't do it, but that's a good that, That's a guy might live. Yeah. <laughs> free, but he does need his 10%. Yeah, yeah, he does need and his 10%, and I'm just letting you know is what it is. <laughs> what is he laying on your heart, ma'am? <laughs> what, what number do you feel? <laughs> then I, uh, yeah, just look all sweaty and dirty. <laughs> Poor. Nah, that'd be that's cool though. Uh, I'm sure you probably get some out of the storage units and things like that. We do find them. We we do find them, and 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 I put them up there no matter what condition. Too. Do you find like personal Bibles, like you know that they oh, have yeah. names and notes, and they've been beat through and all that? Yep, yep. Uh, we we you always look through Bibles, good because people like to stick dollars and things like yep, that. Absolutely, in their Bibles. So you know, we found a couple. You know, nothing big, a couple dollars. Yeah. A $2 bill is always a good bookmarker, I'm telling yeah. you. For some reason, older folks... Because they're all crisp. I don't know. They're they're never mm. all beat up. They're always firm as all get up when you get a $2 bill. I think that's a conspiracy. Maybe it's two, two $1 bills stuck together. I don't know, but my dad used to get paid through the VA with $2 bills. Like, he had tons <laughs> And tons of them. Why did why did the VA? I have no idea. Pay your dad. I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever transactions were going on, I don't know. I'm doing some secret shit down there at yeah. the VA. <laughs> They're giving me two dollars. Pay me two dollar bills. 
Untraceable. They never trace those. You can counterfeit those all day long. No one's going to know. They can't even tell what the real ones are like. You're like, is this real? Are you sure this is real? I know they make these, but I've only seen them like five times, all right? I would be something counterfeiting two-hour bills. They catch you real fast, though. I can just You're see. like, we found three of them in Chicago. Bingo. <laughs> We're on our way. I can just see your dad be like, sir, not some of $2 bill, like, eh, eh, rolling them off in front of people. We'd, we'd like for you to do a trial run on, on this new drug. Well, what's in it for me? Crisp new $2 bill. Yeah. What, that a real $2? Bill? Never know. <laughs> he, he pops in suspenders. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> you make it two of them, you got yourself a deal. There you go. There you go, man. I'm telling you. But yeah, oh. he, he used to. I haven't seen him with them lately, so I don't know he what was a, different. But I, in back in the day, bill. he had like a knot of them, <laughs> just like rolling them off, balling, paying the gas bill with this. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Old hand down there. Yeah. The lady at the cashier's like, "I don't have a bin for these. I don't. I don't have a bin for these." She's all freaking out. Ah, ah, ah. Like just stick it under the drawer, ma'am. That's what you do with anything crazy. <laughs> <laughs> under the drawer, you know, I don't know. Yeah, well, always look under the drawer. That's where you're gonna find the cool stuff. That's yeah. That goes for right in people's houses too, like underneath their um, their uh, utensil thing and all that. If they have one, if they're not just trash and have it all in their drawer, on, you know. I have I have several junk drawers in my house. Yes, but a lot of times where you have your silverware, you have like a sectioned off silverware spot that goes in your drawer. Right. You know what I mean. Yeah. Well, a lot of times under that, you will find... Hidden. Yes. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I think that goes all the way back to Matlock. <laughs> but it works because at my house, it's the same way. I'm like, oh, oh there's all my mower, mower paper I've been looking for for 10 fucking years. God dang, here's the warranty. <laughs> well, better keep it there so I remember. <laughs> shut that thing back up, shut the door, and that's it. Six months later, where the hell is that? I knew I found it one time somewhere. I can't find nowhere. Oh, shit. That's how it goes. Well, this book that I originally was telling you about, it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Mm-hmm. Who and, wrote it? Uh, Matt Manson, I think is his name. It's uh, Marilyn's uh, nephew. So Okay. No, I really don't know about that. All right. Okay. <clears throat> but subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yep. It, it's I think you ought to really I think you ought to give it a good good read over. Okay. It's helped me. It yeah, to deal with stress. Yeah, well, you know, just giving a fuck about the important things in life. Yeah. Yeah, I try to every single day. Every single day just enjoy what's going on at that time. But at the same time, I've always got so much stuff going on in the back of my head. It seems like it's just like a like a force or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm doing my best to enjoy things, but at the, uh, right now it's just tough. I'm just keep on waiting for the come above for air, you know. I got you. Well, yeah, you have to give give it give it a read over and give it a try. So I think it, it it may help you. Like I said, I've I've got about they've got like eighty eighty two eighty three pages left to read. So I'll have it by the time we we meet for our next show. Eighty two pages left. Yeah. How big is this book? It's like two hundred pages. Jeez. Oh my god. Do they have it on audio version? 
No, but it's not hard to read. Tim. Will you read it to me? <laughs> word for word. But um, let's uh, let's take a quick break and come back, and I'm going to tell you a story out of this book that I think you enjoy because you're a history guy. You love history. I so. do like history. So uh, we'll take a quick break, and um, we'll come right back. On a side note, um, I don't think I'm digging the whiskey so much anymore. Uh, it's not that good. Yeah. I think it's for me. It's too sweet. I don't know what it is, but it's just not. It seems like a. I don't know. I do not know. Maybe it is made from. As the, I've been drinking through it, each swig, I'm like, what? It, what is? May, something's not. Maybe it is made from the boot cuffs <laughs> of the jeans worn through Ebor City. That's what it kind of tastes like. Mine just feels like they maybe strained it through an army boot. Yeah, it just tastes like it's fake. It doesn't taste, it tastes like when you're on vacation and you buy like a tourist drink. That is what I feel like when I drink this. I don't know how else to describe it, but it's like, okay, I'm getting the drink. This is the bullshit version. I bet it'd be great top shelf. Yeah. All right, well, let's take a break. We'll come right back. Why Scoutmaster? And that's why I think a Scoutmaster should be a full-time job. Really? So... Yeah. Well, Blazing Bottles, we are back. Dog in here with sleeves. And uh, so, the, um, the story I got to get into before I get that, I got to say a uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Dirty Dog Organics and Charlie's Plumbing. And um, getting ready, I'm hoping a couple more, you know, four, four to six weeks. Hopefully, old Dirty Dogs will be opening back up. And, uh, Get me some of that fresh veg. Yeah. Looking, looking forward to more of those, like, carrots. I can't wait for that. But we were talking about the book that um, I want you to read. Yes. All right, and it's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And if you get a chance to read this book, I recommend it to everyone who listens. It's helping you get through 2020. It's helped me. I wish I'd have read this book when I was, like... How old is this book? I don't know how old this book is. You might not have been able to read it when you were that age. But I I will say things about it has taught me that now I look down and I will teach to my children. Because it was not taught to me as a child because... Man, I can't wait to read this book. Yeah. So, it it talks... In the book, it talks about dedication. Okay? And and what are you dedicated to and stuff like that. And the, the point that it's trying to make in the book is that a lot of people have wants. All right. I want to become this. I want to be here. But, okay, and I'm going to use this example. I want, like, any, ask any kid right now, you go to peewee football, whatever, what are you going to be? I'm going to be a professional baseball. I'm going to be a professional football. I'm going to be professional, right? Sports mm-hmm. player. Well, they all want that, but only 1% of all of them you ask are going to be willing to do what it takes to get there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's only the 1% that actually make it. There. Yeah. Okay. And that's what the book is talking about. And it's talking about, you know, becoming loyal to that want, you know, um, and, and things like that. But it talks about determination and, and loyalty to, to, to what you want. And it gives a story. And then this is a true story now. And I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but this happened during World War II. All right. And the Japanese were defending some small island. And the emperor sent this elite army group 
all right, this infantry and told them protect the island at all costs, no surrender, all right? The American forces devastated this battalion that, mm-hmm. that was on there, all right? Over three-quartered of them wiped out. Mm-hmm. So they retreated <clears throat> back into the jungle. The leader of the, yep. of the battalion, all yep. right? Um, they, uh, they, sorry, let me back up. They went back into the they, um, went back into the jungle. Yep. And they started guerrilla warfare tactics. Is this a true story? This is a true story. I know exactly. This happened in the Philippines. But go ahead. Is it maybe the where he lit, did it for twenty something years? Like twenty eight years, he finally gave up. <laughs> there, was, there were three of them. Uh, the, well, three that went. A long ways out, and then there were two, and then it got down to one, and then it got he down was the to last one. one. Yeah, his clothes had rotted off of him, and uh, although his uh, rifle was still in working order, because uh, he'd still killed people throughout the years, because he yeah. was still in war mode, yeah. and he would do that to steal food. So the the locals, this was not they hated him. He right. was a, an absolute criminal, but uh, uh, he still thought the war was going on. He did not get his orders or whatever, and any type of word that he had gotten, he took it as propaganda. propaganda. Yeah, that, and, that, um, that it was to lure him out yeah. to the Americans. This man lived it. in the jungle 28 years. Now, <laughs> when now he, I don't, I'm not laughing at that, but like that's fucking dedication. Yeah. They so. found his commanding officer. They sent his commanding officer into the jungle, and his commanding officer relieved him of his duty. He went on to write a book. Make a whole lot of money, moved to Brazil, and started a beef ranch. Really? Yep. Crazy. Yep. So they had to send someone in there to relieve him? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right, listen, sir. More, yeah. more. His commanding officer. Thank God he was still there. How'd that happen? <laughs> they all just usually, if there were... Wait a minute, can you imagine? Here comes the commanding officer in, like, towards Kane. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, sir, good to see you. Yeah. You're cool. <laughs> not not a medal coming, dude. Just let you know, not a medal coming. You did a good job. Uh, I gotta go. It just, just yeah. You come out so, for God's sake, son. The shit's yeah. been over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> you know. He's just standing there, just like yeah. I picture him in his jungle, like what was his uniform at one time. Now looks. Well, like- think about it. Uh, there was probably Japanese because we would island hop. That means we would only go to the ones that we needed to go to. And you got to think, what what Japanese folks got left behind on those islands that maybe never, no one ever came back for them, or no one ever knew. I mean, these people all when they went out, like. 98% of them would die in battle. There would only be a fraction that would stay, that would, they would make it through, injured or not. I mean, it was very rare to have POWs. They killed to death. Yes. So no one's there to say, hey, <laughs> we left uh, Yan and Chang over there on that island, and there's probably like 50 of them over there. They're guarding it. So don't, you know, just let you know, no one's going to know. We just boats driving by. They're like, oh. Oh, if they come close, we're going to mow them down. Ain't nobody coming close, brother. They're still out there. Yeah, no one coming close. Couldn't do nothing with it, dude. And, so your theory could possibly be that there are some still rebel fighters out, out there. No, they're all dead by now. They're all, if there's a 95-year-old man out there, bless his heart. Bless his heart. I don't even know who I'd want to tell him by that point. 
I picture you like you and the, you and the family getting off like some little boat. Yeah, <laughs> next thing you know, you like blows your arm off. Wow! Oh shit! You know, you fucking <laughs> hollering round eye at me and shooting. I wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah. Oh man. Hawaii sucks. Am I in Hawaii? <laughs> this damn random boat place is gonna pay for this. Oh man. Yeah. No, they couldn't be out there now. But I don't know. There's probably. I'm just saying of all the thousands and thousands of things going here, there, and everywhere across the world, there are many of things that. Didn't get buttoned up. Didn't get, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. probably everywhere like that. No, 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 I, yeah. So, so, uh, so uh, even, um, I, I would, yeah, I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> so some people, you know, they just probably hung out until they ran out of supplies or maybe they they made it until they, no just got, they got old. I mean, what do you do? As far as I know from watching Gilligan's Island, uh, you can do a lot of things than just have a cool living. So I'm pretty sure that's how they went down. It's amazing what a coconut can do. Dude, cream pies like crazy. You ain't starving. You can you can whip them up like nothing. Cream. I have not watched a lot of Gilligan's Island. Dude, she makes Gilligan a cream pie, uh, a coconut cream pie every episode, and gets him to do what she wants to do. And I just think, bless his heart, you know, she could just do a little bit more. <laughs> He'd do whatever he wanted to do, too. Come on, now. Man, he's on an island. Poor guy. Help him out. Something. <laughs> he it could cr- just be a show, you know. Maybe the coconut cream, cream pie is a, uh, like, a euphemism. Oh, wow. Well, hey. For you know, I'll tell you what. Then they were both making them pies. Is she the only one? Is that like? Is she? (laughs) Hey, guess who was not fixing that boat? (laughs) You got that boat fixed yet? Nah, still broken. (laughs) Got any more of that pie? (laughs) Yeah, got the spark plug in your back pocket. Uh huh. Look at me just cranking on it. Just cranking on it. Pour out and yeah. more of that pie. <laughs> You're going to need more of that pie. <laughs> Whoever knew that Gilligan's Island was... I'm going to have to go back and research that. I used to watch a lot of it, like, probably 30 years ago. Because but... if she was the only one that made pie for him, and he, you know, that could be the whole thing. Was... No, I'm pretty sure they both made pie for him. I'm pretty sure. Who's both? Ginger and Marianne and Marianne, but they were both pretty hot, right? Yes, in their own way. So Remember, they, that's the whole debate: Do you want the movie star or do you want the girl next door? "Quote unquote." Uh, <clears throat> see, I, I, like I know Gilligan's Island, but I couldn't. I, I probably never sat down. It's only they. It only ran for three seasons, but listen to it's like sixty years later, fifty years later. Everybody knows about Gilligan's Island. Yeah, and you know, in general, you you haven't seen it. You're saying, but you know about it. Absolutely, but if, if I, I wonder if that is the they one. got an episode with Japanese people thinking <laughs> it's got the war going on. I kid you not, dude. I kid you not. We got to YouTube it and review it. 
I kid you not. Oh, it's stereotypical bad, too, man. <laughs> PC be damned. It's terrible. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> so these Japanese people find them on the island? Yeah, they, they wash up. You know, they come up on the island, and they're like, oh, my God, these guys, you know. <laughs> you're like, half the time, you're like, is Gilligan's Island in the Pacific? Is it in the Atlantic? Because sometimes they're talking about this, sometimes they're talking about that. You know, sometimes they're... It was just a three-hour tour, man. <laughs> it wasn't where, even... Where, where they, were you guys going? Where did they leave? Oh, from? there's a big storm and they blew off. Probably Hawaii is the guesstimation. They don't... Or maybe California? Okay. Either way... In a three-hour The tour, episode yeah. is... That's a hell and, of a storm. It was shit storm right there. <laughs> that little minnow was just like picked up and tossed. Phew. Uh, I'm always like, man, they had a lot of clothes for that trip too. <laughs> three hour tour, three day tour would have been pretty good, you know. But anyway, uh, yeah, they did have. They had where they rolled up on there, and um, I can't remember the specifics about it. I just remember even me as a kid going, "Wow, man, that's pretty bad." <laughs> So, look it up. I, I, I will. And you know what's funny? I was sitting here and we're talking about Gilligan's Island. And like I said, I didn't really watch that much of it. But I can I can do the song in my head. You know, the oh, yeah. sit right back in your yes. favorite tale. Tale yes. of a grateful ship. Yep. Yeah. With Gilligan and the skipper too. The millionaire and his wife. <laughs> the movie star. The professor and Marianne. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody knows about that shit. But yeah, it's only three seasons. So you, you can't miss it unless they took it off and discarded it. But I distinctly remember watching it. It was one of my favorite episodes. Huh. Well, Because I thought then, man, there's real ones out there. Because that was back when, you know, you thought Dylan Zoligan could be true as in you didn't know how corny it was that's how young you were well i mean it very it very you watch it now you're like whoa that's pretty damn corny all right if you're on an island okay yep you're gonna get stranded on an island you can bring two things two things what are you bringing uh i guess a water purifier okay all right so that way i can live Uh, this island has fresh water okay well, that's good. All right. Yeah. Waterfalls. I'm throwing that purifier to the side then. Okay. What are you bringing? That's a good question. I guess a gun to, okay. to like probably shoot monkeys. <laughs> and because I'm terrified of those sons of bitches. All right. I could eat them. So I'm good there. And I th- I'm pretty sure I could make fire. But right. maybe I should just go ahead and get a lighter anyway. Right. I'll take a lighter. A gun and a lighter. I'm going to try that one. All right, well, you're already fucked. Maybe I need some seeds. Well, well your gun's no good because you didn't bring ammo. Well, it ain't going to come with ammo. I ain't got a rack in there. <laughs> well, all right, so you got six rounds. Six? <laughs> what is it, a revolver gun? <laughs> got a big old, like, revolver, like... <laughs> well, no, this ain't no fucking Nintendo game where you're just like infinite bullets. Well, it might not be like Duck Hunt, but I can if I'm getting my gun, I might get a banana clip with a barrel on it. I don't know. 
All right, so let's say you've got 50 rounds. All right, I'm killing me some monkeys. <laughs> it's about one a week. I've been pretty good for a while. All right, so what, what good is a gun? All right, one a week? You gonna be? You, I know you. You're gonna That's be, a lot of monkey eating. Probably need you a little less monkey than that. All right, so let's say the gun lasts you 50 weeks. It's not even a year. What do you? Now it's a hunk of metal. Am I supposed to live there forever? Yeah. Damn it. Okay, hold on. I was thinking knife, like you definitely would need a knife, like Rambo or crocodile no, so Dundee knife. You can split wood with a knife. Yeah, you can do so many things with a knife. You YouTube it. You can do so many things I, with a knife. I, I, you know what? Taking back the knife, machete. No, I'll take the knife. I'll take the machete. Nice machete. Some people go with an axe. Have you seen those bushwhackers on YouTube with their axes? I've seen the bushwhackers. These people will make themselves their own axe specifically for bushwhacking, and they are good with them. <laughs> I'm telling you. I've seen bushwhackers on wrestling, but like. Yeah. Now, what, what, they make an axe. Now, what is bushwhacking? They just go out and whack bushes around? Bushwhacking. That YouTube, it's like in the hiking boondocking it's in this whole area of what you do and basically so, that's when you go out and with not kind of just like a pack on okay just like a like a rucksack okay and you build your own shelter and it's a different type of camping you're not using all the the tools you're using tools for, it's like almish camping okay that's what you're doing when you're bush you're whacking bush whacking yes all right, so you're, you're so you'd go out there with your little with your little flip out uh, saw, and right. you'd start cutting down some logs, and you'd make yourself. I'm making a lean to gimmick. Whatever, what are you doing? Are you making a lean to, or do you already have a tarp set up, and this is going to be for your long fire that okay. you're going to make? Is this? Are you making a a little thing to catch fish with? You know. Ooh, like, like a, little, a little trap, the fish trap. Yeah, and man, there's just a multitude of things where these guys go out there and they would they'll just have just a little like I don't know, twelve by ten tarp. Okay, and they'll set up a where they're going to sleep, and they'll roll out their like it looks like wool blanket, and they will sleep on top of the ground, like on you know they're bushcrafting. Yeah, like they like you would a long time ago. It's interesting to watch these guys, but I watch a lot of those videos like that. Huh. Hiking, bushcrafting, boondocking. Are you saying bushcrafting or bush, bushwhacking? Bushwhack. So is bush, you can both of them. Wait, there's wait, is bushcrafting different from bushwhacking? I think they're both the same thing. <laughs> Look both of them up. You'll get there. <laughs> Be like, oh, we must, we must craft a bush. So, but they'll take their, they'll take the, like I got into a lot of people where they'll build their own cabins out there and they're not using power tools. What happens if I They're search, using all ancient tools and things like what that. What happens if I search X videos bushwhacking? That's going to be a good one. <laughs> bush crafting would be a good one. Too. <laughs> Either one's going to get you there. <laughs> bush crafting. They're all like, have you seen Beard Wars? They're all crafting the bush. Yeah, yeah I have seen oh, that. Oh, look, a helicopter in her yeah. bush. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be impressive. <laughs> you know? All the, like, bedazzling that could be done. Glitter. Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm going to definitely have to um, get on... on uh, 
YouTube and type in bushwhacking, right? And that's kind of like like bushcrafting is probably it. I might just be a little. Uh, I don't know. The, the bad whiskey might have me going right now, but yeah, you did terrible picking out that bottle. It said St. Petersburg local. I was like, awesome. This is gonna be cool. Well, we found out that that St. Pete can't brew whiskey for shit. Not that one. I did. It does look very light. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have a dark look to it. It looks very piss esque. Well, this says "Welcome to the Sun Sun Sunshine City." They did a real shitty job represent there's that one in inverness i'd like to get they that make they, a whiskey yeah that they uh, make it in small barrels like they're not 55 gallon drums they're like uh or barrels they're um i think like 30 gallon barrels or something okay they're, they're like little pony barrels um i think they're about 55 dollars though for one of these bottles so that's the only reason i haven't got it yet i think that's giving me a headache it i i'm not happy yeah it was okay the first time, and then every time I drink it, I'm like, <laughs> It's rolling more into that quarter horse type drinking where I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. Like, it needs a lot of ice. I've, I've, I've got mine watered down, and it's still... I don't drink it with ice, <laughs> and it needs a lot of ice. It tastes like when I used to party in Daytona. This tastes like partying in Daytona is what it tastes like. <laughs> it's, it's Tampa love coming to Daytona. All right. You're like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, I can say, hey, Slays, go down to the liquor stores and see you're the only ones 21. Get us some get us some whiskey. And, all right, what does everybody want? Zemos. Yeah, Statue of Oh, you know, oh, I went on vacation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I went on vacation, um, even though I, I um, it was wasn't the best because I had a lot of things still that I, I couldn't get rid of. Just, just work related stress. Anyway, um, oh, what my my point was, <laughs> my point was is I was like, what can I drink when I'm here? You know, I'm yeah. on the beach. I'm on the beach. Well, I like to. I'm not going to drink uh, uh, well, liquor I, out there I, on the beach. Yeah, because you don't want to be by the pool. You know, because you yeah. always give it your measure of how many. You yes, know, yeah. yes, exactly. And I got my little boy with me, but I would love to have some alcohol out there, just a few drinks here and there, because yeah. you're at the beach for a few just days. Keep shades low, so you could uh, smile and poon. <laughs> oh, I, dude. Where I went to, it looked like it was uh, Little Mexico, <laughs> and the women there, the bad part about it is, my God, my goodness, I couldn't tell what age they were. You couldn't tell if you could, if you could hit on them or not. I You're like, you. my goodness, is that 15 or is that 25? But they're wearing, all wearing thongs, every one of them, straight up the ass, all ass cheeks. I'm like... And Dang! <laughs> Dang! The whole time I'm like, let's get to the beach right now. Let's go. <laughs> one pieces, one pieces with with thong backs. Like every everything is a thong back. I'm like, this is crazy. So that's was it nice? It was very nice. But um, anyway, so I was like, what am I going to be able to drink? Well, uh, my roommate suggested, hey. Uh, you should try some of those seltzer drinks. They're real popular. 
the White Claws, the uh, Budweiser oh, seltzer. Oh, Corona's got oh. one. Everybody has one. So I'm like, I don't want to drink beer because it really does bloat you, bloat me, and I don't feel good. Like okay. a lot of times later on, I can't drink beer all through the day anymore. Okay. I just can't do it. So I was like, okay, um, when you're at the beach, what are you allowed to do? You're allowed to drink whatever you want. That's right. You can roll out there with the fruitiest drink because you're at the beach. That's right. Anywhere else, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing drinking yeah. that? You can't drink that, you know, yeah. in Orlando with That's your right. big fruity drink. Imagine, imagine coming back, the old Roy, I mean, what the fuck is that shit? Yeah. <laughs> so, but when you're at the beach, you're allowed to. So I did. I was like, okay, I'm allowed to drink whatever I want. I went and got a 12-pack of... Corona's version of their salsa, which was black berry lime, uh, a mango, a cherry, and a lime. Okay. Were any of them any good? They were all very good, um, but I still felt bloated, bloated, but it did not feel like it lasted very long. They're only 4.5. You could crush these like nothing. Yeah. Very fizzy. Heartburn. I don't get heartburn anymore. I had heartburn. Yeah. And I never carry that shit with me anymore. I haven't had it in years. I I bet. So it was, I'll put it this way it was good, as in if you're going to drink a long time and it's simple, very simple stuff. If you should. But it is way overpriced $22 for a 12 pack. Holy shit. I know. I was like, is this how much this shit is? I was like, it's 4.5. I don't, what, what's going on here? You basically went in there and bought some fucking Zimas. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. But you know Zima what? Zima has come back. Is that, is that basically it, what it is? Absolutely. It's Zima. Absolutely. I killed it too. It was no, it was easy as shit, obviously, to drink. So it's basically. But I do remember always being like, Ugh, I just feel like I need to burp or fart or something. So why didn't you get like you know uh, some not good fresh fresh squeezed pineapple juice and a bottle of Malibu? Because I didn't have you there, bartender. That's you do that for a living, man. Come on, dude. Doesn't that sound beachy? You do it for a living, damn it. How am I supposed to know that shit? You, you walk around with I'm just supposed to come you, up with that walking down the road. You got your big your big metal cup over there that you carry everywhere, yeah. like Cy Robertson shit, you know. I don't know who that is, but all right. <laughs> Duck Dynasty guy. All right. You could have had that thing filled up. Mm, Malibu, maybe just boo on the rocks. Uh, I do like boo on the rocks. Uh, and, I probably could have done boo on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that one, but... Um, and I guarantee you, 22 bucks, you could have got a big ball boo. Damn. Anyway, well, that's what happened with me. Well, next time when we go to the beach, we'll... Uh, margaritas. It was crazy, though. Uh, well, you got to be careful with margaritas, though. No, I don't like margaritas because tequila... Tequila does not work with my body. It, it, I get it, blotchy after the first it, drink. It, it makes you blotchy. But I do have a bottle of tequila... In my freezer, that is supposed to be for a special occasion. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to been for a special occasion since '09. What, and what, uh, kind of, what kind of tequila is it? Went to a distillery when I was there uh, with my roommate's uh, family, and um, went to a distillery. Is it a big bottle of tequila? It's uh, you know, it's not a handle. All right. At all, but anyway, it's white, it's clear, and it uh, looks delicious. 
I remember going there and watching it all be made and the guys with the big old trucks and how they go out there and chop it and do all that. I just couldn't understand how someone figured out it takes 30 years to make this stuff. How do you even invent that? Yeah. Would you ever be like, hey, I'm going to make this shit, and in 30 years it's going to be incredible, I, and it's going to be a whole entire industry? I can just see it's like tonight getting together. It's like you and I, like, hey, man, you want to do, you want to get a tequila brand? Yeah. By the time we're 65, 70 years old. Dude, yeah, you're like, you ready for your first drink? And you're like, I don't like tequila. <laughs> you know? That'd be me. <laughs> Tastes like shit. Yeah. That or, oh. you know, I'll be dead in no time. All right, well, let's, let's take a break. And we'll uh, we'll come back here in just a minute. All right, buddies and bottles, we are back. I gotta tell you, you you got me tickled because I keep picturing you what you were saying about you know uh, when we were talking about the Japanese guys you know being stranded and wondering if there's any of them still out there. Yeah, and I, I could just picture you getting off <laughs> you know, with the whole family like, oh look everybody, you know here's so much paradise, paradise island. Let's do some camping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're all getting set up. And Let's do a picnic. Yeah, and there's there's ninety. Five-year-old old Hochi out there in the bush. He's like, "Oh, we wait forever. Here he finally come, motherfucker. I wear my whole fucking wife for this. So, bitch. Thank you, Buddha. Thank you, Buddha, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaka, Maybe you think you think the gun would fire after that? I'm just wondering because <laughs> pretty tropical. <laughs> you know, hard to keep that ammo dry. <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> You're sitting up the tent. Charge, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> What the hell is that? You know? We're like, he's, he's all. <laughs> dad, dad, behind you. He's all like, what the fuck? God dang, he's like, uh, 95 year old man coming up. Fucking Asian Elmer Fudd over there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to get him good. <laughs> That dude been waiting his whole life, just <laughs> waiting for that moment. But ready, ready, take you out. That first shot would probably dislocate his shoulder. <laughs> He'd have thought he got hit. <laughs> God damn! I'm not as quick as I used to be. <laughs> Poor guy. Because you got to imagine, he's probably like 100 pounds at this point in time from being uh, in the jungle for like <laughs> 70 years, 75 years. I don't think he's uh, pumping iron. You know? Or what if he was? He done found some kind of root, <laughs> some tropical root. He comes out there like Chinese uh, Rambo and shit. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, how did it make his gun good? Oh my bad. 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, God. That is some funny shit, though. I could just, the the Asian Elmer fun. Oh, some bitch. I waited all my entire life for this. Oh, here he is right here. All round ice. I thought they'd be more than his, but I would take him anyway. Yeah, that's just. Civilians? He was just ready to take some food. He saw that picnic going on. He was like, they're feasting in front of me. We're going to get buck wild. Uh, You've been eating coconuts for a long time. <laughs> you live off that, apparently, but you don't want to. Oh, God. After a while, they say you can't live off coconuts because it's like liquid, solid. So you drink the coconut water. Yeah, and you, can, and you can eat the... Uh, the eat the white on the, on the inside yeah, of it. They say you can live off of it. Really? You can get... They say you can live off of aloe. Have you ever heard that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I can't because I've already done told you I can't grow that shit. So, so you're come dead. Armageddon, they're going to be like, eat your aloe. I'm be like, I'm done. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Damn it. I'm out in August. <laughs> Anything other than aloe? <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to be doing with it? Letting it dry? Letting it water? What? <laughs> It's just dead. I told you, you're overwatering things. I left that aloe bee for the last four years of its life and just like, take over. You know, <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, nothing? No. <laughs> it just stood there at the same time. Every now and then, another little arm would shrivel up. <laughs> and it would go away. And I was like, maybe it's going to make another one. No. It was putting all its life force into the next two. And down it went down to one. And then I was just like, golly, it just needs to be put out of its misery. And I just <laughs> over it with the mower. Ain't been up since. That was it, huh? Yeah. Now, normally with that aloe, I know about that stuff. You can just throw it in a field. Yeah. And it'll take over. Yeah. You ain't got to plant it. Yeah. You just throw it and it, it will take heed. Yeah. That's what happened at my plant. I just was pulling all these ones up. I threw them all in the back of my truck. I was like, I'll take them to my house. You know, I was like, I got shitty soil. They'll love it. Shit. No. Not even then. They're like, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You know? I got even, I got a big one. The the ones that have like uh, two different colors. Okay. And uh, it has actually been lasting the whole time. But it is not growing gigantic like all the others you see. No. It has stayed the same size. It has not moved. And again, this is the same land the last 150 years people have lived off of farming. But you can't get it to do shit. Maybe they sucked all the nutrients out of that one. I don't know. You'd think they would have they blasted it with nutrients. Most of the time, they have what they call legacy nutrients. And that's because back in the day, they didn't have regulations on how to farm. And the more, the merrier was the key. And we knew now that is not good because that stuff does not just go away. It doesn't just break down. It stays in places. Okay. Or it trickles into, obviously, my profession. I know about with waters, it goes into your water supply. So there's things that, like fertilizer. Yeah, things that were done in the 40s, things that were done in the 50s, things that were done in the 60s are haunting us now, even though they were deregulated out, you know, in the 80s. So here you are 30 years later, like we've been good, but still having problems. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Anyway, 
So, um, but you can't grow shit on that property. I don't feel like I can, man. I'm having a hard time, dude. Real hard time. Those oak trees are the only thing that, uh, that have got me going. Well, well, maybe they'll stay. So I got, I got, I got to tell you this. Um, uh, I showed you the picture of. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. So I, I've been telling you about my rooster and how it's getting mean, and uh, the uh, Princess Jerry is his is his name, and uh, so the root the rooster Princess Jerry and my daughter finally came to an agreement that one she will not terrorize them anymore. Now, unfortunately, this agreement uh, came as at the hands of battle and a, a serious clawing to the face. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, you, you saw it. Uh, yes. It, it was very close to the eye. And it looks like a four-inch scratch, and her head is not that big. No. So it tore her up. And I'm, I'm very, it's from the top of her, above her eye, down to the bottom of her cheek. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, now, I don't know if, if, if you have ever seen, but... Uh, when a, when you corner a chicken or a rooster, I mean, its only exit it's is it's fight or flight. Most yep. of it, it's fight. It, it, you know, <clears throat> yeah, it's always trying to get the hell out of there. R- right, and the way they fight, you know, is they fly up and they pretty much flap their wings and flail and you know just scratch and claw and whatever they can get at to get at. Yeah, well, they got clawy feet. They have large talons. Yes. <laughs> well, one of them talons got her on the face. But oh, the thing about it is, is that I uh, I told her uh, five five about five minutes beforehand she was chasing them with a stick, chasing mm. chasing the flock with a stick. Which she terrorizes them on a daily basis. If they're out, she doesn't. And she's I know she's almost four, but she doesn't. She just is wanting to play with them, but she doesn't realize that she's terrorizing them. Yep. Yeah, you know. So anyway, she was chasing them with a stick, and I told her to quit. And um, like I said, about two, five minutes after that, I kind of glance over, and she's over there in between where the chicken house is and the pump house is. There's that little area. Well, she's got that chicken backed up against the pump house trying to pet it. And I told her, hey, don't mess with that chicken. Get away from him. He's going to mess you up. Well, I didn't know much longer turn around to go back to doing what I was doing and I hear like that, and just bloody, just blah, scream. I turn around, and here she come running, holding her face. And I'm like, oh, God. But she had her hand over her eye, and I couldn't see her eye. Oh. And I thought, you know. She done plucked out her eye. Or, <laughs> give me that. Oh, God, no. I, that would have been terrible. Yes, it would have. Am I watching too much Kill Bill? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but anyways, so she runs back over and she's got the you know the mark on her eye and she's screaming bloody murder. I, I get her calmed down a little bit and I was like, all right, so like, let's go get in the shower. We get I get her bathed and I get her cleaned and I wash it with the soap and you know it's gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. So I wash it and so I told her I, I, I get her out of the shower and I said, all right, baby, we gotta put some medicine on. And I had some alcohol, so I got alcohol and. I squeezed it on the Q-tip, and um, I said, it's going to sting just a little bit, but I, it, it'll, yeah. go, it'll go away immediately. So I took that Q-tip, and I did it real quick on there, because I knew I wasn't going to have much time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. 
dude. I kid you not. It was like the cartoon. She screamed bloody murder. And, and I'm about, it started from like, ah! But whenever she screamed, reached her high point, I watched the blood level just rise, the redness rise up to the top of her. Her, her face just went like from like, what? I'm talking about just instantly just beat red just from screaming. Oh, is that burning, baby? <laughs> I, tell me if that tingles. Now, I do have hydrogen peroxide, and I think sometimes it does the same thing. I got alcohol, and I got hydrogen peroxide. You know, do you uh, have a preference on those, or... You know, I, I don't know about the hydrogen peroxide. I know alcohol, that 91% isopropyl alcohol <laughs> yeah. will kill anything that's in there. Yeah, you got that. So it was disinfected for a check. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like yeah. hydrogen peroxide, I don't know, but I know uh, it's not going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll thank me later, baby. You'll thank me later. When It'll it heal. It'll heal. <laughs> yeah. When it doesn't get infected, you'll yeah. thank me. Yeah, because that is, that was a nice size scratch. Bless her heart. Oh, it's it's gonna be red for probably a couple of weeks. Yes. Yeah. Like, she's gonna have some like street cred going into school. Oh yeah, she starts school next week. Old mm. Scarface. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, rolling in there like my God, you know your brother. And you're like yeah, you you know what's gonna be. James will be like no, nah, what me? It's gonna be a knock on the door. Hi, this is uh, Shannon from DCF. Yeah, <laughs> you're like. Yeah. I'm gonna check on your kid. Yeah, no, no, he's all right. I got it. <laughs> I got two of them, right? All right. One, two. It was the rooster. I promise you. <laughs> They've come to snuff the rooster. <laughs> Jerry ain't gonna die. Yeah. That's the first thing. Are you here to snuff the rooster? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get, get your Allison Chains T-shirt on when you answer the door. Got candles everywhere. You're walking around in here in like a robe, just like. <laughs> yeah, got your iPhone in your pocket. <laughs> got your soundtrack to life going on. You ever done that? Put your, you're like soundtrack to life. Boom. Let's do it. What What would your soundtrack to life life be? It depends on what's going on. You know. Uh, the last, uh, week or so, uh, just for energy and things like that, I've had some, uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Mm, okay. Uh, that has been really, really, uh, a good one. The, the kids and I yesterday went, uh, yard selling for a little bit, hit four yard sales. How'd you do? I spent $2. Yeah. I got two, uh, uh the gym. whole day? We only went four yard sales. We were only out like an hour and a half. There, there really wasn't much out there. Oh, okay. Um, I got two free bungee cords out of the free out of a free box. Wow, yeah. suckers! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw the free. Did you take the box too. <laughs> <laughs> Basket. You're like, oh, I'll get three dollars for that. Some Amish. I'll put Amish on there. <laughs> Amish bungee cord. No, the box too. It's like in a basket or something. No, it was in a like cardboard thing. It oh. just said free on the tab. I was like, you, I was like, look, kids, a free box. You always check the free box. Yeah. <laughs> and look right at them. 
<laughs> oh, look, bungee cords, kids. I can tie you up with these. Yeah. Uh, Put it through your belt loops. <laughs> connect it together. Walk off. Staring them down. That guy'd feel pretty good. He'd be like, all right. That's another point, right, Jesus? <laughs> Put me on the board again on that one. Um, I just gave it to him for free. That's right. The uh, uh, two bungee cords in the free box. Then I bought uh, two candles. One is uh, sitting up there on the shelf. You can see it up there. The brown one. Yep. The big tall. The big tall. The full one. It looks delicious. Yep. Uh, Fifty cent for that one. Then I got another one. Uh, What's it smell like? I it didn't have. I, I don't know. It has like kind of a woodsy smell. I like that. If you have a candle that does not have a smell, I don't understand. And then I got another big one that's big like that that uh, was like quarter of it burned. Paid fifty cent for it. It it was some kind of cheesecake. It's in. Mm. It, I put it in the bathroom. Now I will say, there's one time when you do question why you do have nothing but scented candles, and that's hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> when your power goes out and you're just like there with in the air stiff, and you're like, Ugh, I'm tired of cinnamon. well it's funny you say that because i actually have a or it's flowers you're like since we're kind of going through a hurricane right now it's one's passing us by it where's it going i heard somebody it was they were going there was something going on out there yeah uh but i have a good hurricane story about candles uh so when hurricane irma came through that was a good one all right I, I actually was ahead of the ball game, like a week ahead of the first beginning of the week before they everyone started going crazy. I went out and got water and, and you know, great some, job, some, some things like that. Yep. And uh, so anyways, I got everything. And then the day before Irma hit, I was like, I don't have any candles. I had forgotten candles. candles. Yeah, and so I had some. I had some like little tea light candles. Yeah, but I had like two packs of those. That's not. They gonna, ain't gonna go far. No, no that, that's not gonna go very far. So, I I, I run to uh, Publix. I ran to Win Dixie. Uh, I went to Walmart. No candles. So, Son of a so bitch. the only place I ended up having Ace. candles was Dollar General. All right. And guess what candles they had? Now they were a dollar. Potpourri. No. The. Uh, the saint candles. In, saint? Yeah. You, you oh, know, all the Catholic. The, the, yeah, the, the Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I bought like 10, 15 of them. How much were those? They were a dollar a piece. Wow. You know, they're, they're just the big, yeah, tall, yeah, the big, tall yeah. white wig. I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't how, even think they're scented. They're just like no, wax candles. Yeah, that's so good that they're not scented, but I, I don't understand them. Uh, uh, well, I, I was like, you know what? This is a sign from God. And, and Were they all different, or did you have like yeah. six of this woman and four of this guy? I think there were like five or six different varieties. I would have wanted a variety myself if I had to do it like that. I'd have been like, well, I can either, if I had if they had ten of one, I'd have just got them all. But if I had to break them up, I'd have been like, all right, we're gonna go for the big variety pack. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this: one of the things that I do for my store uh, in my storage things is I put away, put aside the candles. I save the candles. Yeah. And let me tell you something: candles are actually a top seller. All I got to say is this: what happened during Irma? Oh, made it through. How'd you do? Burn, I was burning Jesus' candles, baby. 
No damage? No. Well, we had some trees down and stuff like that, but no, yeah, no damage per se. How long was your power out? I think like 12 days. Wow, that long? Uh-huh. Why was your power out that long? You're on Seco, right? Nope. Oh, Duke. Duke. That sucks. Yep. I was out uh, four days. Yeah. yeah it, it, and I, I'm freaking a mile, less than a mile away from you, I'm sure. Yep. The, the other hurricane story that I have is actually one that involves myself. Wait, 12 days. Uh, old Rory Bones. Strap. Mm-hmm. You were actually involved in the second half of the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think Gator B was there. Yep. And that was whenever the, the hurricane came through, and he was living in the apartment over in Leesburg. Yep. And we hunkered down in there for like a day and a half. Yep. Whooped it up, partied it up, drank, grit. We grilled through the hurricane because we tied yep. the grill to the- Bungee quartered it. <laughs> yeah. To, to the, the, to to the, the post. To the post out there. So then, then, but my, my favorite part of the story is that we go to to the house in Astatula. And from there, we go up to the bar. Remember? Yes. All right. We didn't know there was a curfew in effect. And do, do you remember that? No one knew because everybody was up at the bar. Yeah. Every, yeah, the bar's open. You know, it was, it was cloudy and windy, a little rainy and everything. Yeah, that wasn't bad. <laughs> No. I guess you could have said it was the eye, but I don't think it was the eye. Yeah, I don't even I think, think it was done. I, I think it was just like we were getting some outer bands, you yeah. know, like every, you know. When you live in Florida. It was you, a bad you, afternoon you, thunderstorm. Yeah, you know when you need to hunker down. A lot of times it's it's not, it's more when the twister or the little quick winds come through right. more than anything. But my favorite part is when we were at the bar. And remember, we had just ordered a pitcher of beer. And we were sitting there, and we had just poured a beer. And, and the cops rolled in and was like, all right, everybody's out, blah, blah, this, that, and the other. And, and uh, I forgot, someone said, well, can we finish our beer before we leave? And uh, the the lady cop was uh, goes, uh, why? So you can get in your car and drive home? And old T-Bone goes, Bitch, we drew, we walked here. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, we live right back here behind us. We, you know, we walked here. <laughs> it was just so funny. It's like, bitch, we walked here. That was it. They made and we woke. You know, that was when we went and visited our man that had the Paps Blue Ribbon. Well, that's what I was about to say. So we walk out the door. We finish our beers. We walk out the door, and guys like, and that one old guy was like, "Hey, you guys want to drink some beer?" And we were like, "Yeah, come to my place." Yeah, and he had that refrigerator with Paps Blue Ribbon Kegerator. Kegerator, yeah. Paps Blue Ribbon. His whole house was Paps Blue Ribbon memorabilia. Yeah, it was probably like a lot of money's worth of stuff of in there. Paps. He was a Paps dude. He loved and it, and we drank there and whooped <laughs> up with that old man. It was awesome. We all had a good time. You remember he passed out in his chair, and we were we were still partying. <laughs> I don't remember that part of it, but I just remember like everybody at the bar, because this is a small town bar. It pretty much serves the community of all the little people right yeah, there. It's a, it's a local, yeah. yeah. And it, sometimes people like driving by might get there, but normal people ain't gonna be driving by going to that bar. No. 
So for maybe co- somebody for on the because wa- yeah. it, it was on the water too. Yeah, for the cops to roll in there and do that when there's literally probably I don't know what fifteen people in there and they're all locals. It was just kind of weird, but. Yeah, that guy was cool as all get up. He, we went in there, we whooped it up. It was all. Pa- I remember also feeling the next day like, God dang, absolute <laughs> ribbon does not work with me. I wonder what that old guy was. Oh. He probably woke up and was like, What the hell happened? Oh, oh, <laughs> it smells like a- weed in here. Yeah. Oh, I hope someone took advantage of me. Oh. <laughs> I feel like shit. Yeah. God dang. That that was the same bar too that uh, I I did the Bachman Turner Overdrive. Uh, yeah, to taking care of business. That's good. I like that one. There's been some good bar ones that you've done some good ones at. When what's the next time you're gonna go out and do one? A little karaoke. Yeah, I don't know. Usually you're out of town when you do that kind of stuff. I don't, where's in town karaoke at? You know, with this whole COVID crisis. Who knows? When you gotta sing with your mask on. You're like, <laughs> I'm sound like Kenny up there. Yeah, yeah. What's a good girl? Not gonna come home. You're like, ah. yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Uh, maybe they'll put condoms on the microphones, or I don't uh, know. I, they'll probably put you in like this little plexiglass like bubble. Uh, a little box, probably like the uh, acoustics is gonna be terrible. <laughs> you you could be like uh, you know fucking I don't know who sings really good. Uh, Beyonce. All right, you could be Beyonce and still other people be like, boo, that's terrible. <laughs> what the hell is that? Sad. Yeah, well she's in plexiglass. Okay, gosh, exactly. You're like, I'll take her cooties. Come on now. <laughs> well, let's get out of here. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, Dirty Dog Organics, Charlie's Plumbing, and we want to highly recommend that you don't buy Old St. Pete whiskey. Tastes no, like shit. I'm definitely not happy with this. I don't know how it's going to go down. That thing's going to sit at my house for a little bit of time because guess what? I go on call soon. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening and uh, uh, tell your friends. Man, you got anything you want, anything you got pitched, brother? Eat your vegetables. Yeah. Take vitamins. Yep. That's about it. All right. Well, we'll see y'all next time. We appreciate you listening.